hello, hello, hello. That was my best uh, Sid impression. It is me, it is me, it is me. It is not SP3. It is the baby making champion, the true heel six man. They call me Ness. Welcome back. This is the latest episode of True Toxicity, where we talk about men's lifestyles, men in the 21st century. And this is also a playbook for women, you know, for you guys can get insight on the male brain and the way we think and things of that nature. And in this episode, I am joined by one of my co-hosts, the uh, yeah, you say you didn't want to you didn't want to be recognized as that, but we're gonna recognize you as that anyway. The CEO. <laughs> I'm sorry. One of the, this the CEO as of five villains. I apologize, but it's it's your business, man. We're gonna we gonna get you, we're gonna we gonna get you out there, we're gonna get these people, the good people to come to you. Brian the artist, everyone. How you doing, sir? I'll do logos as well. I'm doing good. A little elevated this this afternoon. I was gonna say morning. Um, yeah, I'm after taking an unexpected vacation. Uh, I feel a little well rested and all, and ready to get my toxic toxic energy flowing. Yeah, man, it, it has been uh, quite some time. We we're getting a lot of heat because we've been uh, off the airwaves for the past couple of weeks. And people did not like it. I don't know if you heard anything, but we just, we, I, we were getting our asses handed to us by a few of our fans. So uh, I'm sorry, yeah. guys. It's the holiday season. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. They have been, they bumped my hours. I mean, I, I, I gotta be out there slinging shit around delivery. I don't know what the hell's in the package. They just tell me, Brian, put this here. Okay, I go. Give me tip. Hey man, it's all good. We all we're all working very hard on you know in, in life. This is just what happens, especially around this time of the season. I work for FedEx, so you're kicking my ass for sure right now. I can't wait till this holiday season shit is over. But also, we have a very special guest, one of the members of the True Hill Heat YouTube channel team, my co-host on True Hill Heat's YouTube show, Review of Honor. The man of a thousand and four numbers, Stat King. How are you, sir? What's going on, Ness? Brian, a longtime listener of the show. I am one of the many people who is upset that uh, the, the, the posting schedule has not been maintained. But I understand that life always comes first. And that is why, you know, you guys needed a guest person on this episode. I said, hey, let me see what I can to help out. Let me see where I can pinch it to help out the group and help out True Toxicity. As I said, it was a longtime listener of the old show, listener of this show. Love whatever you guys, everything that you guys have been doing and happy to see how I can contribute. I appreciate that, man. Very, very, very grateful for you to be on the show. And just for the folks at home that you guys can't see, our man Stat King is wearing a Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> and for those that aren't familiar with Bullet Club, they are probably one of the most popular factions in wrestling. And I think that's where a good start for us today. Um, we had questions from a friend of the podcast, Wendy, uh, the girlfriend of another good friend of the podcast, Josh. She um, gave us a question of how do you deal with someone who is a fan of professional wrestling? And if you don't know, the majority of, well, pretty much all of us here at the True Toxicity uh, team, 
we are avid, avid, avid wrestling fans. So like I'll start with yeah. Let's go, bro. It's like a religion at this point. I I don't I don't think it's a problem because when girls are out there watching whatever's on VH1, Bad Girls, <laughs> of Love, all that shit, we gotta sit there and watch it. That shit's entertaining to you, but. When we when we see bodies being thrown around in a square circle, it, that that should be a little more normalized than what's out there on TV. But yeah, we love that shit. Like we we really sit there and make this a lifestyle. But I mean, it's not like we put the girls second place. We tell you to come along. And even then, in our minds, it it, we, it should bring us together. But you know, shit happens i don't like i don't know why like it's it's caused me it's caused me problems in the past like i had an ex that literally like left me because i was a an avid wrestling fan but then she ended up dating another wrestling fan i don't know the universe has its ways it's just it's made for me to be in the realm of being a fan of the crowd because it's gotten me into places got me into doing podcasting with you guys you know it it shouldn't be it should it actually should just help you be more social because being together with just your significant other only with you guys at like alone can get whack at times i i definitely agree how about you stacking how do you how does wrestling play into your uh relationship well i i i've definitely been blessed my 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 girl my girlfriend was not a wrestling fan when we first started dating uh, this December will be uh, four years for us, but she has definitely come along the ride. Uh, that, that's what's one of the, the best ways to, to, to put it, whether it was helping to drop me off at, uh, at a show for in 2017, so to uh, an NXT takeover and a WWE pay-per-view that was here in Chicago, or whether it was actually coming with me to them the next year, you know, going to All In, watching that with me. Now every Wednesday she comes over and we watch AEW Dynamite. That's part of our that's part of our, our routine. That's part of our practice. And down the road, I don't I don't really see that going anywhere. That's that's something that you know. To me, my thing is if you're gonna if you're gonna watch it, it's the same thing as if you were to watch any show on a week to week basis that you guys have. Like that's your show. Whether it was Game of Thrones, whether it was Fargo now or the undoing or any any show it's it's just like that but the best part of it is is that it's always changing it's always evolving it's always giving you something new to talk about and you know in some cases it's giving you something good to argue about so i don't know to me it's to me it's something that uh that that that's that's not a bad thing so no man that's definitely a great insight for me um I only had one good moment wrestling in my current relationship. My girl <laughs> wanted to go to a show. We actually went to a Ring of Honor show back in go. like, I think it was 2017, maybe 2016. She was like, hey, I just want to go to a show with you. And I was like, hell yeah, we can go. Like, I forgot which show it was. It was just probably like one of their like seasonal tours. And she probably really wasn't interested in the show itself. She just probably wanted to go and see why I like why am I so infatuated with wrestling? You know, she just wanted to go for like beer and the, the, the snacks and shit like that. But it was I, it made me feel better that she knows that you know this is something that I am a huge fan of since a little kid. You know, is definitely something that I've been a lifelong fan of, and for her to you know just wanting to 
take the time out and see why I'm so interested in and so invested in this. I really appreciated that sentiment. But, um, and then like before I had an ex years ago where she, I didn't even know she was a wrestling fan until like one day I was flipping through the channels and this pop, it popped up on the screen. I think it was like a CM Punk and a John Cena uh, promo segment. And then like, I haven't watched wrestling in years cause I was working. This was before DVR. And like, there was no, you know, I, I, I won't watch it live. I'll just catch it when I get home. This is like 2011, 2012, really before DVR really started, you know, to be a thing. And she was a wrestling fan at the moment. I, I believe she probably still is. Um, so like, that's, those are like the only two instances in my relationships where wrestling, like there was someone that, you know, we were either equally wrestling fans or, she put up with the fact that I'm a wrestling fan. So, you know, as long as, like like uh, you guys said, as long as, you know, you don't ostracize the relationship for the uh, for the fandom, then it definitely works out for both, both of you guys, especially if she either, you know, wasn't a fan and is becoming one or just generally understands that you are a fan of the product, whatever promotion it is, you know, there's, a whole fucking lot of them. <laughs> you ever did a, uh, a finishing move on you, um, one of your exes? Uh, probably like a couple DDTs. <laughs> if there's a if 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 there's a pool, Colleen will let me. Uh, I can. She'll let me get away with uh, power slam, power power bomb, and uh, I think like Ooh, a, that must hurt. A German and a German. She'll let me hit a German suplex on her as well. The German's a little more nice, but a whole power bomb? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can, if I can, yeah, if I can, if I can get away with, uh, I, I've, I keep trying to get her to, to, to say like, okay, like if I'm, we'll stand on the outside and I'll try like an RKO or something like that, but she's just right. like, no, oh, no, say that. no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> that would be hard. She'll RKO. pass on that. She'll pass on that. <laughs> Definitely the RKO. I don't even know how I forgot that. That's like the most. That's like the most popular move to use on your significant other. I mean, shout 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 out to Jaquan. Jaquan's hitting the RKO on Sarah like right now. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> he might you know he might punt her and you know how to jump back. Oof. <laughs> but uh, I'm, uh, moving on. Let's see whatever topics we it's got very, going very on. Punting in in any any situation, you do not punt women. That is. Just <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, guys. That was like, yeah, that, that, that was, that was supposed to be taken literal. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to be taking literal. Yeah, on on, uh, on 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 behalf of our non-existent legal team, which would basically be me. But <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, also Stack King doubles as our true heel residential lawyer. So yeah, he he works for top dollar. Yeah, moving on. Let's see what other topics we got here. We can get into. Also, a friend of the podcast, Yadi. Hey, he um. Uh, gives us a, a she's always shout out to yadi and wendy again these these ladies definitely help us with the content of the show because we go in here sometimes blind as bats and get led to the light because of you know their inputs so one topic that yadi asks is what common uh misconception between um men and women are there and why do you think this is Start with you, Brian. What do you think is a misconception? Feelings. Okay. Like just general feelings. Like I, I feel like 
women are always more emotionally invested into things. So it'll quickly like sway their opinions on stuff. And then like, you know, they get like so attached to it. Whereas men, we're not, well, not all the time, but most of the time, like nonchalant about stuff where things just like kind of happen. We let like, um, like a slew of things. I can only speak from a man's perspective. I can only like, and I always argue this with, other women and I get their insight from it and I always get different stuff but where as far as the guys we can always agree that things just happen we just go with the flow like we are very like more like by default laid back and stuff as much as people like also uppity like there's always like a downtime and us men we always cater to that like just letting things be for a moment instead of always having to like be always on an objective so so to say um personally speaking i like to just chill not really worry about like the next day i just like be a hippie in a sense let the universe take its place and things just happen the best way possible that way i I never looked back since i used to be on a schedule like always on a business call like always like oh what should what should i plan out for you know a couple weeks ahead like nah that shit just doesn't even bother me anymore i just work on art not, not really just trying to plug in, but it's always, it's a real good lifestyle change. Um, good question, Yadi. Yeah, it's always, and also great insight and input from you as well. So, Stag King, how do you feel about the misconceptions between men and women, or which, what do you think is the most one, and uh, why do you think that is? I, I think I'll piggyback off some Brian said, like Brian's saying, like men are more kind of in the moment about things and I think the way, way I would look at it is like communication when it comes to communication I think guys are guys are communicating it's just not always in the same way that in the way that women want them to communicate however that just means that while yeah maybe a man should work on it or whatever women should also try to work on how they understand that communication meaning to say like your guy may not like a lot of guys don't necessarily talk that much, but there's body language. There's just mood, just everything you can see on their face, on their person, their personality, all that kind of stuff. I think that also goes a long way. That's, I think a misconception to me is that both of them have to be communicating the same exact way. I, I always, uh, I always like to think of it. Like if, if, if one, if you're not able to see things through one way, you should try to find it through another. And I think women, it's more like, does he not want to talk to me? Does he not want to do that? Like that kind of thing. And it's just like, no, like he does. It's just, he's doing it the best way he knows how it's also on you to say, okay, how can I help him along the way? I definitely agree with that. Both of you guys points were very well, very well thought out. Um, I would have to piggyback and say the same thing. Like, I think it's just a lot of emotion out of women. And um, sometimes they don't know how to, displace that emotion in ways that you know not starting an argument or a way to go about having a conversation without it turning left but sometimes we as men are a little bit nonchalant in things and where some women may believe that we're getting a they're getting a um we don't care type of attitude out of us it's just that it's not that we don't care it's just that it's not as serious to us that it is to them. Not saying that it's, it doesn't, it's not important at all. It's just that, you know, we have our levels of where we need to like 
jump all the way in into situations and all the way in the conversations because you know let's say like I can use an example my girlfriend comes home from work something happened at work or one of her friends and you know she's just running down all the, you know the story to me and she could be wrong in the story but if I come out and tell her that she's wrong you know, that's not the right thing to do you know she wants to she wants me to be there and to be that um that shoulder for her to lean on and for her to you know just to get her emotions out never mind the fact of the actual logic and the things that are in the situation that transpired she just wants me to be there to consult her for her feelings and that's just i think that's something that most men we understand it but like we said, like we're logical creatures. We want to base everything off of logic and things that make sense. And nine times out of 10, the way you feel about a situation really doesn't matter depending on the facts of the situation. You know, that you can feel, you know, oh, someone was like, oh, I don't like that situation or like this because of the way I feel about it. it has nothing to do with you know, the overall, what actually happened and the things that really matter in the situation is just the fact that, you know, they don't like it because of the way it makes them feel, which, you know, I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, like, I'll straight up say, like, I don't give a fuck how you feel. This is what, exactly, this is how the situation is and this is what presents itself. I don't really care about uh, what it makes you feel like but you know that's something that I gotta I definitely have to work on I really have been working on it um, I'm trying to get a little bit better especially with this podcast starting it's giving me a, a better insight of how to handle situations with my significant other and I even just her just like the women in my life is my my mother my sister even my daughter you know she's 12 years old and I understand that she's starting to get to the age and understand things more and I can't just be out there ranting and raving like a scary ass dad that, you know, just makes her not want to come to me because I want like I want her to be available and open and one and wanting to talk to me. You know, she she sees I'm the cool parent to her, but you know, I don't wanna not even just um ruin the relationship, but I don't want her to just like get scared and starting to be closed in she you know i talked to her about almost everything and i really love the fact that we had that um that uh relationship so i'm definitely trying to understand women's stance on things even though i might not agree with how they feel because it's mostly based off of their emotions for the situation and not actually what happened but I also they just got to understand where we're coming from like we you know we want things to um, as equally to be taken as in consideration, you know, I can say, Hey, look, this situation, I don't like it. Where can we go from here? What can we do? And most women are just like, Oh, well, Oh, it's only about you. It's only about you. I'm like, no, it's not really only about me just because I you know, disagree with how you feel. We can have a disagreement and it not lead to an argument. You know, that is, I'll say this, that is something that, I have gone through with my girlfriend that, you know, she likes to say that we're having an argument. Like, no, we're having a conversation. You're just a little bit more amped up about it and a little bit more upset than I am, but it's not an argument. We can, we can disagree and it not be something, you know, extremely bad. 
that's life. People are going to debate on things. People are going to have different stances on things. We're not going to always agree. That doesn't mean that, you know, now that we have to have an issue between us because we don't see eye to eye, you know, especially um, in a relationship, you're not always going to see eye to eye with whoever you're in a relationship with, regardless of whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, if you guys can come to some common ground and get through whatever situation it, it you know, it may be, that just makes your relationship stronger. And I think that was a, a, a great question from Yadi because now I'm going to like use this in the back of my mind for like the next time I have a situation, I don't, you know, go flip out and go off the deep end, like trying to get my, curse my girl out or something. But Let me, let me just, let me build off of, off of what you're saying. I think, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, sometimes women are, when they come to us with issues or problems, they're, they, they, it's, they, they want us to listen to their feelings, right? And then when we, uh, we try to solve the problem or we try to give them advice, they're like, you're not, we just want you to listen. Why can't you just listen, right? Like you never listen to me. And I think that's, that is a mistake on women's part because men naturally want to try to find a solution to something. We naturally want to, want to solve a problem. So the very fact that your, your guy, your, 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 your boyfriend or husband or whoever is trying to solve the problem shows that he cares. Yeah. It's not that he's not listening to you. He's listening to the point that he's trying to help you solve the problem. <laughs> like that's, right. that's yeah. something that, that never, I never, I didn't, I never understand why, why, why that's, that's difficult to understand for them to grasp. But the, you know, at the same time, you know, I've, I've had to have my, in, in, in a previous relationship, I had to, I had to learn, you know, like, and then eventually got to the point that before she started talking about whatever the problem was, I always, I prefaced every conversation was, is this a, a listening conversation or a solutions conversation? Because if you, depending on which one you pick, that's how I'm going to respond. And, you know, we got to the point that we, you know, we, we learned how to, how to deal with that. And now, like, I've, I just got, to, I've now I'm at the point that with, with my current girlfriend, whenever, whenever she uh, has some kind of problem or something wrong. My first thing is just listen first, then like wait a couple hours and then be like, you know, I was thinking about what you said. This might be a way to, to try to, to try to help you. This might be something, a different way to look at it, your problem or, or a different way to think about it. I mean, sometimes I don't wait the hours, but you know, like I, I try to let, let understand first that, that, that she needs to get that out of her chest. She needs to express what she's feeling and, and then maybe down the road, I'll be able to, to give her a different perspective. And that, that's what they got to do for us too. Like we, we, we have problems. We're not always able to understand things because we're only human and they bring us bring a different perspective as well. So if they want us to listen when they're talking, they need to be able to listen when we're talking at the same time. Yeah, man, I'd actually, I agree with that. And I'm actually going to use that from now on because <laughs> just like you said, is this something that you want to respond, like a, an actual response to, or you just want me to listen and agree with your feelings? Because I can say as a per, as myself as a person, I'm not going to just let out agree with your feelings just because of the way that, you know, you feel about the situation. You tell me a problem or tell me a story and some, somewhere in the story, I can pick up that you did something wrong. I'm going to straight up tell you, like, look, this is how you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done this. Oh, well, wait, are you on their side now? And then now it's just like, well, what the hell? You're telling me this story. And I'm trying to 
help you figure out where it like went wrong at for this whole ordeal to become a big thing. And the fact that, you know, if you were the cause and the catalyst for it, I'll let you know that. But like you said, they don't want to hear that. And sometimes it's just, they just want to have that emotion and that weight lifted off their shoulders from somebody that they can confide in. So that definitely makes a, a very valid, a very great point that us men, sometimes we don't catch that. You know, like you said, we're here to fix and try to, you know, help in the relationship. And we just, the first thing we do is just like, look, well, this is where I feel like this is where the issue started. And if it came down to be them, they're not trying to hear that whatsoever at all. They don't want to hear that at all. So that is definitely nobody, nobody likes to be wrong in these situations. Yeah, Even though like we like we can admit it. Like if we fucked up in a situation, we'll you know try to like either go through our normal like you know behavior behavior you know issues and shit. Like I I go through that situation sometimes where like I where I want to say that. Yo, yo, show do you wrong in this situation? Like, I've, there's been times where, like, I've seen some of my exes fight on Facebook and shit. And that shit, it gets on my nerve because why are you posting shit for shits and giggles and then you get somebody's opinion involved and then you have to, you say something dumb. And I'm like, wait, you shouldn't have never said that because, A, you, you, if you're known to act on impulse, it's gonna, it's gonna happen again. So, like, kind of just take a step back, reevaluate the situation, and then just oh, oh shit well you got a present from zoom <laughs> yeah, i just yeah i just i was nervous 40 too. minutes so now we're good so back to what i was saying um always kind of just like take a step back and like evaluate the situation sometimes even admitting that you're wrong as a man it doesn't necessarily hurt it sometimes just takes a, a time to like really realize like yo i ain't got it like this you know they're right but at the same time, don't always like gaslight it. Always like trying to add on to it and keep on like letting us know like, oh, you fucked up, you fucked up. And just making sure like you let your partner know that you're still human at the same time. Like that's kind of like if I feel like the point of a relationship is to like not necessarily find yourself, but just find like a, somebody to confide in and just be a teammate, a team together. Like you don't necessarily supposed to be out here fucking around with others but in saddest things in today's society it's just the saddest thing to see people being cheated on like that and it's it sucks having to look on facebook facebook people crying and shit like the whole crying on facebook yeah. doing live shit that's annoying. <laughs> Stop. I do not know why people think like oh shit tragic situation let me tell everybody on facebook with tears running down my eyes like it just doesn't it doesn't i personally don't even listen to it i just hear a bunch of boo hoo hoo and i laugh sometimes i'm sorry it'd be funny sometimes they do all that just to get back with them and like oh you guys were hating on you thought we were going to be it's just oh man but actually Brian, I, I i like the point that you uh made that you know uh, us as men that sometimes you know some of us we really can't um take uh the brunt of uh, what's the word i want to use um i want to say persecution i think that's a little bit too much of a word um criticism 
criticism. There you go. My guy's stacking. Uh, yeah, so some of us, we can't take criticism that well, which leads me to another point and another question that uh, Yadi had was that, is there any times that you guys have, or do you feel as though you know how to handle rejection well, whether it be in anything, whether it be with relationships, um, as far as women, men, business, Anything of the sort. So we'll start with you, Stat King. How, how, how do you deal with rejection? I will say that when I was younger, I didn't do a very good job of it. As I've gotten older, I started to get better at it. It's always something you got to work at, right? Because we all have our pride. We, and they, not even just pride, it's it's confidence, right? Like any kind of rejection, if, if it's in business, if it's in your love life, whatever the case may be, it's, it's, it's a blow to your confidence. And, and it's, it's something that, that can be difficult to deal with. So I've definitely, I've definitely had situations in the past where, uh, like for me, particularly with jobs, I know like coming out of, you know, once you finish law school, you take the bar exam, you start applying and, you know, there's a lot of people coming out of law school all in the same boat you are and you know like trying to find where you're going to fit in in a law firm can be can be difficult it can be hard uh and so yeah like with business i definitely would say that it, it took me a while to kind of get over that 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 sense of rejection because you're sending out you know hundreds about not maybe hundreds but, you know, plenty of applications and some of them you don't even get responses from. And some of them are like, oh, yeah, like we're, we, we received it. You're, you're a great candidate, but we're going to go in a different direction. So I, my, my thing with with rejection is just. This too shall pass. And, 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 and it seems kind of cliche to say it seems, seems kind of cliche to hear. I'm sure many of our our listeners are just like, yeah, I've heard this before. But there's a reason why certain cliches work. There's a reason why they have that power is because they are right. And this too shall pass. And it's just one of those situations that you just dust yourself off. There's going to be another day. And the same thing happens with, same things happens with relationships for sure. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys can, uh, can, can give your own input there with other yeah, things. I want to piggyback onto that because I also go by another like quoting, um, like every no leads to the next yes. So like whether you you keep going for the job that you want or, maybe even the person that you want to be with like yeah. even things that even if it doesn't go right maybe it's just meant to have that no in that order of what you're going after because not everybody's lucky not like losses kind of just make everything just realistic at this point because if you're just you know getting everything that you want it's not really like i like you would end up after a point feeling like it's not real life but to learn from like every loss it actually does come with lessons Sometimes it doesn't, you don't really necessarily know that within the moment, it'll probably take like some time. Like there's been some times that I've had situations where I noticed certain jobs weren't right for me because I thought like I would want to be working like somewhere closer up in the city, but the job the job market wasn't even like right there for me. Everything was offered offer a minimum wage and obviously you can't live off of that. So, and, and with just not even like not long like a couple weeks after covid like you know having to get another job it took me like right then and there i saw right one that i wanted uh now doing courier work getting tips is awesome while getting paid hourly um and it, it gives me a lot of extra free time so um in actually getting more comfortable with your rejections 
it it makes you it, it builds tough skin it gives you like a little more armor on and it just like you know just dusts off your shoulder after a while yeah man i definitely agree with that and i will definitely put in to perspective us being wrestling fans the best stories are more than likely we're watching these people you know trying to the baby face trying to go for whatever you know the the, the dastardly heel that's been giving them hell for like the past couple months or they're chasing the title and they're just going through obstacle 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 like you said brian the losses build the character and there is no story if to your like even just wrestling just to your life there's no story without these hurdles that you have to overcome and jump over so i believe that rejection it does actually build your character you know you're you know you're walking into me making a gato and naito joke right yeah it, it, it's <laughs> and, and, and that's that's fine because that is definitely it has been building and puts naito in you know that face of what i'm trying to say right now that you know is is the story and it gets in it and it makes that much better for once you actually get what you want and what you are looking for um, far as like far as jobs, definitely got like like Becky said, so many people are vying for spots. They're all trying to get in, you know, trying to get jobs. All trying to um, do better in the world. They might have better uh, qualifications than you, and, and like even anything above and beyond that, you know, that'll make you doubt yourself and. That leads to like a lot of things that aren't good for people. Like some people might, you know, start down themselves and you know that might lead to things like depression and you know leads to like heavy drinking, sometimes drugs, like things of that nature that they aren't the best for you for some individuals that don't know how to deal with it. And also I can say when I've like not believe me, I could always like just deal with rejection because it's kind of like, all right, it is what it is. It, this wasn't for me. And I'll move on. You know, sometimes it's a little bit harder to deal with when there were like jobs or women that I wanted to deal with and it didn't go. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, you know, it might take a little bit longer to get over this hurdle, but, you know, I'm surely, surely I will get over this, you know, and like I said, like Brian said, you know, every no leads to a yes. So if there was one job that I didn't get, I got another one and even they might not have been the exact one I wanted, but it led me to another door to get something else. And if this wasn't the individual that I had my eye on, that, you know, after the fact of someone that I did want to deal with, and I say, hey, that person wasn't for me, you know? Um, but also, I've, the reason why I have my mindset on rejection, I'm just gonna speak specifically on um, dating and courting women. I've seen so many weirdo dudes. They don't know how to take rejection. And that shit is the worst, bro. Like I've been out, I've seen on social media, guy tries to go at a, a female, she rejects him, you know, next thing you know, calling her all types of names, showing off, just doing so unnecessary, like just anything unnecessary. And it's just embarrassing that they, like people think that, all men are like this at, at some point. And that's really not the truth. Like all guys get blamed for certain, for things that certain men do. And, you know, I'm telling, I'm telling you right now, ladies, this is not fair. So 
Don't put us all under our, the same umbrella. And we're we're gonna not do the same. We're not gonna do the same for you guys as well. But it's just like, oh, guys don't know how to deal with rejection. That's not true. Young boys don't know how to deal with rejection. Grown men can say, okay, thank you for your time, and I'm moving on. You know, just between the both jobs or um, or opportunities, I'll just say any opportunity. Okay, this wasn't for me. I'm gonna, you know, strap back up, see where where I was lacking at, and I'm gonna move on to the next and apply these things to the next situation that I have to try to do better and be better so that the situation that I'm uh, going after, I can actually have it and get that victory, you know? So I don't have to worry about the rejection. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Also, having like having a significant other there during your times of rejection helps out at the most. That's where I feel like it's the most comforting where, you know, you get the bad news, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you talk to your girl or your man um, and they just, you know, automatically know what to say because you guys have been together for so long. It's just you already know how to comfort there. And then some that's where... It, it'll not lead you through the depression, drugs, and all that stuff. And sometimes even, uh, like, have, having your partner, it can be a lifesaver, too. Like, it's that, it, I want to stress it to that much of an, uh, that much importance where your significant other can change around where your whole lifespan is within, like, X amount of time. Like, some people, some women can get it done in a week. Some women can get it done the best in a year like you can literally like i've seen women turn men from being a bum to like you know well well put together individual like i I like love to give women that much credit because i see it like but just right before my eyes i'm not even trying to put myself on a pedestal i just kudos to man (laughs) no it, it definitely happens i can definitely agree with that i've seen the same happen where you know guy was like, uh, you know, just coasting through life, gets the the right woman for him, and he just, you know, takes off, get, makes himself better, you know, whether whether it be financially, whether it be, uh, I don't want to say hygienic, but it's like he might just dress better. I hope he was taking care of his hygiene prior to going. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know, but I've definitely, and, and, and uh, on the other side too, I've actually seen, you know, when they don't have that support there, or they had it. And lost it, and then like again, back into the you know downward spiral, going into depression thing. It's just like it's always great to have that support, but you gotta have that support in yourself um, and start. That's the that's the the best basis and the best foundation. And then anything else on top of that is just like extra, and and it should be looked at as um, something extra than something special and not just like the whole, uh, aura of yourself to be based around that. Yeah. You, you, cause other, other people can't be responsible for your happiness. You and ultimately you alone are responsible for your happiness. Once you realize that, and once you get to that point, then other people have the ability to help you. They should never have the ability to hurt you. You should never let somebody else have the ability to take away that happiness but you definitely have the ability to let other people help you when you are feeling down. And that's why the, the you know, we were talking, I was saying earlier about cliches and, you know, people hate to hear them, but that, you know, behind every man, have every successful man is a strong woman. That's, that's a cliche for a reason. It's very true. So, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And like, like, like we spoke about today, like if we, they think that a lot of people don't think that, you know, we are open to, you know, discussing our feelings and when we get our input and our thoughts out into the world, but we have the proper person, you know, in our um, relationships and within our significant others that, you know, something I might not want to say to a friend of mine, I can go to my girlfriend and say, and we can discuss this, you know, um, like you said, the, definitely a strong woman helps men. And sometimes, you know, they give us a little grief, which they, you know, they just, that's just gonna come with the territory regardless at the end of the day. But a lot of successful men are successful because they had someone that they could confide in and run these ideas by and say, hey, do you think this works or which one is better? Oh, you know, we'll do this. All right, cool. I like that as well. Let's see where this goes. You know, it's just like, it's, it's the best, again, we're going to bring this back to wrestling. The best tag team partner that you can have in your life is at the end of the day will be your significant other. You guys are going to go make those Get those big wins, wins those championships. You know, as myself, I'm the baby making champion. Anyone <laughs> else can be the baby making champion if you have the right tag team partner. There you go. Uh, and actually, I think that is a great way to close out this episode of True Toxicity, man. So, Stat King, thank you for joining us on this episode. Absolutely. Where can the fine folks find you at throughout wherever you are? Ugh. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not I'm not super uh, active on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. You can always catch me covering uh, everything, all wrestling that happens on Tuesdays on our YouTube channel. Uh, my show is called Dark Power. Uh, you can catch me in the True Heels uh, Facebook page. I'm always lurking around there and getting into arguments I shouldn't be getting into with people. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm always willing to always willing to help out, lend my perspective, and uh, just just talk with a bunch of good good brothers. Uh, man, it's definitely appreciated. Our first guest of, of you know, <laughs> hopefully many. You're always welcome back, brother. Actually, actually, now I'll have I'll have the distinction of of being the first guest on True Toxicity, and I think I was the first guest on True Hill Heat. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. SP3 is gonna uh, owe you the big bucks. Seriously, <laughs> now, 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 now we need licensing and all that stuff. Like, yeah, we're definitely gonna uh, be cutting. We're gonna make your budget go up way, way up. That that'd be horrible in a sense because I'd be negotiating against myself for the contract. But oh yeah, <laughs> you can put all the incentives in that contract that you want. <laughs> and also, I botched the intro, but Brian the artist, our good brother. Any other projects? Anything you got going on? Uh, right now I'm working on a couple commissions that I have for my boy Julio. He's now running a laundromat and he's soon to open up a retail store. So he's hired me to do a couple logos, getting that done right now. Um, but if anybody else needs anything, I'm going to be free right after this. So just hit my email, brianxfvnyc at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram, brian.5villains.com. I got to make that change. I got to find, I got to find another name for that. Um, and yeah. Put some money in my pocket. I want to get to work because lately this COVID stuff has been pulling my commissions down and like now pe people don't need work, need artwork. But now I guess with businesses open up, uh, artists is kicking it back into the flow of things. Yeah, definitely. Putting money in one of the good brothers' pockets is always, always a great thing. And 
as for myself, this was definitely a great episode in my opinion. Um, I'm not gonna lie, a little nervous on the range with the, uh, the word I'm looking for, with uh, our good brothers out, you know, SP3, Chris G and Larry, Morgan, one word, you know, this was this is fun, actually. Uh, I think I'm opening up, getting a little better at this. So we'll see where you know this goes for the next episode. But until then, stay healthy, stay out of any quarantine areas. Don't be just make sure you wash your hands a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just like Chris, you said, stay safe, wash your hands. Yeah. We'll see you guys for next week.